Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hello, Mr. B. A chick app? Yeah, chick app. Oh, okay. Dr. Nice. Pat app. Dr. Pat app. We, like we got that app. Right. That's an app. We don't I know have what, We have no idea what that's going to look like, but we got it. Uh, but today it's all about Lynn like Brown. Song, like Pat's app. Pat's app. Don't you like that? You got to get Pat's app. Okay. Like a 15-second stinger you're around like the Super Bowl exactly, or something. Exactly, right. Just throw it in there real yeah. fast. But what does she have That's marketing. That's perfect that is for you. marketing. Just, 15 just, seconds would probably cost you what? Like 250 gazillion million million like that. Thing, Taylor thing. will find that. Go Taylor, you're on it, Taylor, go Taylor, go Taylor, go Taylor. Talking about it is like this. You know, I said to uh, my co-host just about five minutes ago, you know, Lynn, you just got to get into it. (laughs) You know, we just got to get into it. (laughs) Just going to get into it. Yeah, that is what we're doing. Lynn Brown uh, joining me here today, winning at the Game of Life. This is a really cool topic. You know, what happens when you align with the divine uh, self? What happens when you do that? What happens when you don't? You know, Lynn's going to share something really fascinating, really, really cool. I love storytelling. And so, you know, part of today is going to have her talk about what the journey looked like for her. You know, how does the journey take on different faces? You know, of course, you know, many people are familiar with Fifty Shades of Grey. But, you know, the journey has as many shades. And how do we talk about that in our lives? You know, what do we... What do we say to ourselves and to others about whatever's showing up for us, what we're in the middle of, what we're not in the middle of, uh, and how it all works out? And so today, Lynn Brown, you guys know who she is, intuitive energy healer, medium, incredible background. Whether you want to talk to her about sports or you want to talk to her about finance or you want to talk to her about spirituality or you want to talk to her about leadership, she's got it all covered, you know. She actually had like a little logo of that, like a get into it logo with, with, never, that's another show. But today we're going to talk about this level of creativity. What happens when you get uh, tapped by the divine? And for many of you out there, that was a New York word. Did you hear that? Did you hear that accent on that? Ooh, I'm being channeled. How do you know when you've truly aligned with that energy, that life force that can show you the way? to the place that you ultimately want to go. We got a great show, Lynn. What do you think? I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to, to talk about Come it. Come on, get into it. Yeah. That's just way to get into it. Okay, let's hey. get into hey, it. Hey, are you we into it? Oh. Over? Yeah, are you into it? You have I'm, that coming I'm in the door. It. What happened? I've been into it. There you go. <laughs> Catch up, Benny. Catch up. <laughs> oh, I'm here. Oh, my God. Uh, but it's really true. I mean, you know, you are the queen of get into it. So what we're talking about today is the many ways we get invited to the party. And this is your way, right? This is the way. So, you know, when you go on that journey, when you jump into that place that you never really knew about, you know, last show we talked about your journey, the desert and much more. But 
What happens to people, Lynn? What happened to you? Well, you know, this this show is, uh, this show I can't wait to do, which I'm doing it. I'm in it. <laughs> um, and this is a great uh, reflection upon what that journey was. And this is a time to be real and to be vulnerable and to really just share what that experience was because I think so many people are on the verge of this experience themselves. It's right there. They can open the door. They can answer the call. Uh, and it is scary. Um, it's scary, but it's so rewarding what you find. And uh, the experience uh, has just opened up so many doors and so much truth for me. It's amazing. And I hope that everybody else, you know, can, can find their specific journey. And um, for well, me, don't you think by sharing stories, we really open up a door for people that don't think they have a story? Uh, absolutely. You know, people don't think, oh, I just said Lynn Brown. But no, no. Absolutely. You know, this is not a um, in general thing. This is very specifically what happened in my life. And it's uh, let's do it. It's it's real. So, yeah, let's do it. Um, you know, per, the last show we were talking about how Moses had started to enter my life and, you know, he kept on knocking on the door, knocking on the door. And finally he said, look, um, I, I need you to do two things, Lynn. And there's no more negotiating and two things and two things only. You have to understand that uh, I was given only a little bit of insight and then I had to take the leap of faith and then I was given clarity. So that was that was very, 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 very scary. Let me just <laughs> say that. Um, so here are the two things is uh, Moses said. Um, rid yourself of physical, mental and emotional toxins. That was the first thing. And the second thing is that he said, go to your desert and wait for further instructions from the divine. Period. Um, and that that was scary because what are these instructions? What am I going to do? And how do I tell those around me what the heck I'm doing? Right. How do you put words into those sensations and that uncomfort that you're feeling? Um, you know, when Moses said, no, there's no negotiating this. Um, there was just such a level of uncomfort in my body that I had no choice. I had to jump and I just had to tell everybody, Hey, I'll be back. I don't know where I don't know where I'm going, but I have to go. Whatever it is, I have to. Um, there was just no choice. I felt like I would have, I don't know, I, I would have imploded if I didn't listen. So, um, you know, once I built up the confidence to say yes to this request and I made it known to those around me, um, then and only then did I get further clarity and guidance. Again, so it was very blindfolded. Uh, and I think this is a true test of faith, right? This is really what faith is. And you do get rewarded. Um, in our lives, everybody out there gets rewarded by taking these leaps of faith. Uh, so initially, I did not know what to tell my family. I didn't know what to tell my spouse, what to expect. Only, I only knew what I was being asked to do so far. So I just had to jump. And the next set of instructions came to me uh, in that night in a dream after I had said, you know, this is what I have to do. I don't really know what that means, but I have to. <laughs> And so I got uh, some great instructions in a dream, um, and I was shown a very large and intricate journal that was leather, like old leather, crackly leather, and the title on it, on the journal, said 30 Days of Marriage to God. And from that, uh, I knew that I was supposed to start writing down this process. Uh, and I'm not typically a, a one who journals, 
Um, I get a lot of visuals in my dreams, so I knew to take this seriously, uh, but I'm not a writer. Um, but this message is clear, and it was start writing. Uh, so I went and bought a journal, and I was also made clear that this was going to be at least a 30-day journey. So now, <laughs> started my negotiating of where I could spend these 30 days, right? When, some, when, right. <laughs> when an ascended master comes to you and says, okay, go to your desert for 30 days and wait... <laughs> How do you translate that into human form, you know, mm -hmm. into what real life? And so I started um, my negotiations, you know, was I thinking, okay, what am I supposed to go to the top of a mountain for 30 days? Come on. Uh, am I supposed to give up work for 30 days? No. You know, uh, so we finally found something that, I, you know, that I feel with the divine was okay for me. Um, and that was just a, a place that was separate from my everyday um, living arrangements and expectations where I could still plug into people I care about if I wanted to and needed to and was led to. Um, so this and this negotiation was between me and the universe and no one else. Uh, it had to be. And um, the internal pull and demand on me was clear that this was not about anybody else. It was about me listening to one, one and only one God. Uh, and that's that is a hard message to deliver. Yeah. And to yeah. explain, it's just kind of like there is no explaining. Um, so, you know, you know, while I'm you mean air, explain to people, it's to explain people, to people around you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, thank yeah. God I have such. But do you even amazing... think it's meant to be explained to people around you? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, you, we kind of have a we, you know, how, how do I say something to my family? How, how do I say something to my spouse? How do I say, even my dogs? Right. My yeah. dogs are looking at me like, Mom, where are you going? And, well, you know, if you want to talk about Moses, he turned around to the Pharaoh and said, dude, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> yeah you know i mean I, that, I know wendy's like did she really just say that <laughs> but it, but that's really the bottom line i mean you know in today's world probably would have gotten a text hey pharaoh dude i know we're brothers but guess what you know i'm unfriending you <laughs> exactly yeah and it, it is, it's a sticky situation it's a sticky like mm. life is sticky how do you choose or how do you how do you navigate right i mm -hmm. would use the word navigate how do you navigate this calling which mm. you can't negotiate with god mm. like and how do you navigate that calling and that process with those around you um and I, to me again there's no negotiating but there is navigation mm -hmm. and and i am blessed with an amazing family you know um a great and supportive spouse you know with with blindly having to just release me um, but that's what had to be done. I, uh, there's just no other explanation. It was it was the absolute hardest mm -hmm. thing I've ever done in my life. So how did it turn out for you? I mean, you know, what was it about that that you did that in the end game, you know, you decided, well, I'm going to talk about it. Um, well, what I what I did, the next step of guidance I was given was, um, you know, I was. Basically, I was rewarded. The more I said yes to these requests and these internal polls, um, the more I was rewarded with information and direct communication. I was given insight that for the next 30 days, I was to do exactly and only what the universe asked me to do. So here's what that meant. That meant to follow my heart and what my heart was asking me to do at any given second. So... If I got an idea that excited my heart, I did it. If I got, um, if I had an idea or something made my heart heavy in any way, I didn't do it, no matter what it was. 
And here's a big takeaway from that. This is what I learned, and, and, and I really want everybody to, to understand this, is what I learned was that listening to God was actually as easy as listening to my own heart. Yeah, and like, why wouldn't it be, though? Right, right. But, and it's, I think it's a, a concept that we throw around, but I don't think that the general population really lives into that. And Well, you're talking about surrender, though. Yeah. You know, you're talking around about, you know, when you're talking about God, the divine, whatever that means to anybody listening to your show, you know, whether it's spiritual, whether it's religious, what it is is a complete surrender. It is. And, and, and somebody he, said to me not too long ago, God is either everything or God is nothing. What am I going to choose? Right. Yeah. God, right. Cause there's no, no negotiating, but here's what the, th- here's the thing about this is I think that so many of us look to external places for God's message. When I guess what I'm trying to say is it's really your heart. It's, it's easy. It's, mm-hmm. it's your heart. So like my heart was God's vocal boy, vocal box, period. My heart was God's vocal box. Like that's what I was shown. I found myself being drawn consistently to things that I had loved throughout my life and that mm-hmm. I do love. And my opinion now is that God infuses this excitement within us and within our systems uh, when we are in alignment with our gifts and our passions as a type of compass for us. So when we are in most alignment with our passions, we are in most alignment with source. I mean, I don't think he did that to be funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he did that mm-hmm. for a purpose. I mean, and, and we just, I think, need to own that and, yeah. and surrender, like you said, surrender mm-hmm. to that. That really, uh, if we listen to our passions, we're listening to God. Well, you have something to share with us. Yeah, I could keep sharing all day. Well, you, you were <laughs> going to read something. Yes, yes. Um, I was going to read a part from my journal. Because, like I said, I was asked to journal this process, and and um, you know, I, I had I had more mystical experiences. I had uh, my purpose became clear. The foods that I was eating uh, changed, and it's not because I was forcing myself to. It's just that everything else fell away. And so, uh, one of the neatest things I think that I learned uh, was about creativity and creation. And that's what I want to share. That's the, the part of my journal that cool. I would like to share. So this came through um, a meditation. This came through a day of experiencing this. And this came through actually uh, one of my sessions with um, Ascended Master St. Francis of Assisi. So he uh, came to me a lot through this process. So here it is. So this is day eight of my journal. And um, so here it is. It's about creativity. I'm being called today to write about creativity. One thing that keeps on recurring to me is that during my time in my symbolic desert, my fountain of creativity has expanded and is flowing more than it has since I was probably a child. In other words, I believe I am personally responsible for allowing this increased bandwidth of creativity. Creativity to me is synonymous with creation, which is also to me a representation of the chakra, of the second chakra, sorry, and the color orange, which is a color that I have been noticing and thinking about lately. Today, I was lost in hours and hours of creative flow as I was creating workshops, retreats, flyers, almost without effort at all. In fact, with no effort at all. The ideas just kept coming to me 
and I could barely keep up with them by writing them down on paper or my computer. I do believe that this abundant stream of creativity is always there for us, just like many other forms of abundance. I am realizing that many of us are simply not honoring and using the so-called creativity muscles within our systems anymore. The amount of creation that I did for the planet, for myself, for the universe, and that within two hours today made me stop to think that if people simply turned off the TV for two hours a day and redirected that creation energy towards something in their life, towards building something, towards cooking something, towards drawing or writing something, how much happier and healthier this earth would be. People would sense the pride in themselves of accomplishing the creation. They may even begin to crave that great feeling. I know I did. They will have a form of self-expression that is unique to them, which separates them from all other humans. And there are endless reasons to turn on this faucet of creativity instead of losing this muscle or losing what I would call the bandwidth to things, you know, that merely take up space, such as TV, video games, or other monotonous forms of filling up the brainwaves. My comment about TV is not to put down TV itself. Don't get me wrong. I watch TV. Yet during this time in the desert, I didn't. I chose not to. So this really became apparent to me. Uh, yet I see this as an escape from so many Americans, both children and adults, and I feel that this is one of the largest levers that each one of us could pull in order to nurture ourselves and honor the natural creation power within each one of us. <laughs> this is funny. This is really out of my journal. So uh, I kind of think that TV is to our creation muscle just as steroids is to, well, you get the point. <laughs> each one of these decreases the muscle's ability to perform. The more and more that we use this creativity muscle or clear out the bandwidth for, clear, for clarity of the creations to pour through us, I believe that more and more begins to synergistically come through. There becomes a larger sense of ease and pure flow, and we are just the net that captures that creativity which passes to us from the divine maker. There is such a beauty in creation and creativity. I hope to continue to increase the flow of my creativity bandwidth. I also believe that the foods that we eat or don't eat specifically have an impact on the clarity of our creativity bandwidth. If we clear our systems out from toxins and the lethargy that certain foods create in our system, the ideas come to us faster and with such more clarity and precision of words and pictures and sounds and smells. The word natural stems from the word nature. Nature has no problem creating. Nature is in total ease and allows creation to develop through it. Nature does not think about creation. Nature is just the conduit. In my opinion, most people walking around on this planet are not being nature-like. They are not being natural, and that is not our natural form of being. Fear, anxiety, stress... Those are all examples of clamps that close down our vessel of creativity. And my prayer for tonight is that people can relax, release fear, release stress from their systems, release toxins from their body, and release toxic people from their space so that they may return to being natural, i.e. to being nature-like, where they are merely a conduit for all of abundance and all that is possible. Mm. 
How does that feel reading that now? That feels amazing. Mm -hmm. It feels very clear. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the moment, there, again, in the moment, it just poured, 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 poured through. Right. Me, and I could just barely keep up with the messages that I was right. meant for myself and to share with others. But now it's like, wow, this is, I mean, this is real. And this is something, this is just one example of once you understand something like this, mm -hmm. you can't ever un-understand it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it changes. No, no, you. no. You can't go back. It changes. You, you can't forever. go back. Yeah, there's no way to go back from it. No. You know, it, it, as a matter of fact, I, I don't know about you, but I've I've heard so many people say time and time again, you know, you, you know, I wish I could have the good old days. Well, no. I mean, even if you had them, you're not the same. Right. So you know, the good old days, you know, floating back to the good old days, knowing who you are today may not be so good, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And I would say maybe just accessing some of those emotions like pure fun and childlike um, games. I mean, I, those to me seem like the good sensations and where we should be, but who, with who we are today. Yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? I mean, you know, when we think about our lives and, you know, what it all boils down to, you know, but, you know, there is a final message in all of this. Right. Um, and what's fascinating to me is I think about this and uh, Wendy and I, uh, uh, Wendy Wolf, uh, for those of you who know, we've got a gang in the studio today. You, you guys going to meet Don too. But the deal is, you know, there, there is an introduction that perhaps, um, one of the masters, two of the masters, many of them have made to us in our lives. And I believe everybody has been introduced to some form of that energy we call them masters because for lack of any other word, right? right? You know, we don't have any other language for it, but you, so that's what we do. But then when we think about that, we think about, okay, that's great, Lynn. Thank you for sharing. Uh, now, how do I get what you have, right? right. How, how do I get some of that? And I think that's really what, you know, you are talking about in the work that you do now. Because that's not just, that's not a journal entry. You know, that's a declaration for your life. You know, I, I mean, if anybody's listening out there, you know, it is a message uh, for you. But you just read it on air to thousands of people. Right. What's the message for the folks listening? Uh, you know, here's my here's my final message to the listeners. Uh, in fact, um you know, it's a process that you can ask for. You can you can go in through yourself for yourself. It's going to be different for everybody. But I say, give it a shot, dive in, um, surrender. It's it's worth it. You know, it's it's worth the process. Um, but here's my my final uh, message, uh, and that's when left completely to your own devices, your own devices, without any external pressure from others, without any ex external pressure from society. What do you find yourself doing with most of your time? You mean if you're not in front of the TV? Right. Well, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not. Or not in front of a microphone. Right. You know, what gives you the most joy? Mm -hmm. What do you find yourself yearning to dive you know, into? I, I want to say something, and then I want you to talk about your upcoming event. Okay. Because part of this for, for, for many of us, look, you know, the place that you got to do that was, had, a, had a prequel, Right. It had a prequel. And, you know, what it had was an experience that you went off to do before you did this. Right. right. It was like the warm up right. for it, you know. And so for me, I had to have a warm up, too. 
before I could go lock myself in the closet and have my own desert, right? Right. You know, but uh, so we got to work with some people that showed us and we had a glimpse of it. Now what you're doing is creating the same platform for other people to come and have the prequel. Yes. Right? Yes, Because, absolutely. you know, for those of you out there like, oh, I don't know how she did it. What do you mean she went off for a month and what, you know, what, left her home? Oh, I'd leave. Wow. Yeah, I'd get out of there. But that's, but you had a prequel. So you're actually setting up the prequel. Yes. Yep. Um, I have put together a 10-day retreat up in the Cascade Mountains up by Winthrop, Washington, which in itself is heaven. Um, that's where I grew up. And so in the 10-day retreat, I've partnered up with an amazing woman, Kelly uh, Wendorf, who runs an Equus um, business down in New Mexico. And we're going to be doing energy work. We're going to be doing spending uh, a lot of time in nature, mm-hmm. doing uh, ceremonial stuff. You know, this isn't a time to uh, cry together as women. This is a time to get into it. This is a time to step into our true divine path this is a time and an opportunity for space let me hold the space for you let me hold the container for you to um step into like what you said the prequel of this journey yeah uh so it's a a 10-day retreat you might think oh gosh 10 days is 10 days yeah but this is your life yeah i haven't been able to do anything for less than 10 days that was transformative right and you know my my trips out into the desert 10 days each my my study with Jean Houston 10 days and you know for whatever reason there's something magical about that and doing it for that long you know it usually takes about three days to get past you know being all about ourselves right right oh what are, you know me in a group what do people think um but you know here we go and this is something that you've put together an amazing retreat how can people find out more about that they can go to my website which is the letter r letter u into it.com and uh, click under events. I have a mm-hmm. bunch of events listed there. And uh, the registration page is there also. Or you can email right. me at lynn at areyouintoit.com if you have other questions. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's also a continuation after the retreat, too. Oh, yeah. Then I mean, this really... isn't just about, oh, let's go away for 10 days. Because honestly, if you've done any of this, those of you out there who have not done it, after those 10 days, you're looking for somebody to talk to. I mean, if you know, you get some great help in 10 days, but afterwards you really, that's where the work begins. Right. You know, that's a good comment. You know, at the end of my 30 days, I thought, okay, well, let's pack up my bags. Let's go back to life. Uh Uh-uh. I, (laughs) it was then and only then did I realize how deep into the desert I was. And it took me a good 14 days to come out. Right. And there's this integration and so, right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold the container for whoever wants to journey you know, into themselves. I don't know about you, man, but you know, when I came back from my first vision quest, 10 days in the desert, talking to snakes, making friends with lizards, uh, I, I, you know, life just doesn't look quite <laughs> no. the same. It's you know, a, that boss that, you know, that boss that you just couldn't stand, you know, it just doesn't, it just all of a sudden stuff that seemed real important, you know, like watching House of Cards, no, not that important anymore, although I may have to rethink that now that I've said it. <laughs> uh, but give people the website, though. Uh, website is the letter R, letter U, into it.com. We're going to take a short break. Lynn's not going anywhere. We've got somebody special we want to introduce you to. And then later on, the second hour, wait, wait to what we're going to be talking about, my fave. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.